Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, Ted Bundy, Albert Einstein. What do all these people have in common? They're geniuses. Some evil, but still geniuses. Adolf Hitler was the Nazi leader who single-handedly pulled the German economy from collapse and expanded Nazism to all German-invaded countries with ease. The same person slaughtered millions of Jews. Joseph Stalin was a leader who, with his mind, stopped the German army from expanding to all of the world, but threatened to destroy the world with nuclear bombs. Ted Bundy was the most infamous serial killer in U.S. history. He confirmed killed 32 women and managed to maintain a job while seeming very inconspicuous. Albert Einstein was the wonderful theorist who found the space-time continuum and the theory of relativity. With many geniuses, they seem to have evil pastime or their genius spawns from their evil. So who knows what Albert Einstein did in his spare time or what his true intentions were. One less famous genius was the cannibal murder rapist, W.C. Minor. So, Logan, have you heard of the book called uh, The Professor and the Madman? No, um, what's it about? It's about this guy named uh, W.C. Minor, and he was a cannibal, murderer, and a rapist. Okay, are these three separate accounts or just one? Uh, there, it's multiple accounts of each, except for the rape and the cannibalism, but the murder goes with both of the murder, um, the cannibal, and the rape. So he so. was he was just a, a serial killer, and then he, yeah. and then he yes um, and no he he dabbled in um he tested the waters with rape and cannibalism. Yeah, pretty much. But um, I sent you some quotes and now, and they have expl- explanations on what they. Um, each charges. Okay. So, uh, one quote you sent me was, W.C. Minor was a, well, he once murdered someone uh, in the street of London. Yeah, actually, the surprising thing was, that was on page four of the book. Right in the beginning. Okay. And um, it's basically his first true charge of murder. Um, eventually, they found out, not at that point in time, but eventually he got caught, then he moved away. Um, he eventually um, got into the United States. Oh, so to, did he do this to escape charge of murder? Did he leave London? Did he I London? do believe so, yes. Okay. Um, you also sent me another quote that said um, he was uh, he was in an insane asylum for 34 years. Yeah, that was actually before um, he had a, um, he, so this was after he went through the murder and cannibal rape and charge, charges, but he was sent to the an insane asylum, but 34 years through his sentence there, he used a, used a pen knife, which is like a really thin knife, that looks like a pen, th- to amputate parts of him that usually aren't amputated. I'll tell you that much. He's implying the genital area, is what he's implying. Yes, yes I am. <laughs> um, but it, I think, or at least from what I've heard from you, uh, this book is a true testament to what an evil genius is. It's yeah. 
it's he's a serial killer, but he ended up writing the Oxford Dictionary, and I think... Yeah, or helping the professors at Oxford write the Oxford Dictionary. But I do have one question. How did he, be, how did he get so smart? That is not explained in the book. Uh, well. Eventually, he just had a lot of free time in the in a sane asylum, and he just wrote the book. Because eventually, his ending charge, I do believe, was sixty four years. Sixty four. Around, I do believe that's that was the estimated time. Mm-hmm. Around sixty four years in the insane asylum. Okay. Um. Well. Thanks for um, thanks for telling me about this, Max, and um, let's move on to the next book. Speaking of hurting yourself or others, make sure if you are having suicidal thoughts or actions, please talk to the local guidance counselors at your school. They're there to help you. So make sure when you are having um, suicidal thoughts or actions, talk to guidance first. The Boys Who Challenged Hitler is a pretty self-explanatory title. Uh, The Boys Who Challenged Hitler is exactly what it means. These boys challenged the rule of Hitler during um, Nazi times in Denmark. So, World War II. World War II, yeah. They they were brave enough to rise up for what they believed in. I mean, like, good for them. Um, So, you sent me, or I sent you some quotes. um, Yeah, I see them. Um, the first one reads, uh, on page 25, quote, the, Pre- the Pedersen brothers swore to outperform the actions of the RAF club. So the RAF club is a club that they started in Odense, Denmark, um, and they started it with their cousin, Hans Jürgen Andersen. Okay. Now, they had to move away from Odense because their father took a job in Alborg because they're... Okay. Their dad was a minister, and he found a new church that they want. They wanted him to um, be a minister at, hmm. so they wanted to start some healthy competition with the club that they already started. Um, so they made the Churchill Club, and they were trying throughout the entire war. And when they were rebelling, they were trying to outperform each other with a little healthy co- healthy competition when destroying Nazi property. Fun, but like good for them. Seriously, challenging Hitler is not easy. On page 79, you can see some of the kids from Churchill Club humanizing the enemy. Uh, yeah, the enemy in this book is the Nazis. And at this point in the book, some of the kids from the Churchill Club had planned to kill some Nazi guards in a remote spot in Alborg. Uh, they, they, show, they show up at this spot, and the German, the German guards there see them. So to try and play it off that they weren't scouting out the area where they were planning to kill them, they they came up to um, they came up to the German guards and talked to them. Now, these are the German guards, the same German guards they were planning to kill. But then the German guards started talking about their families back in Germany and how they were they were waiting for them to come home. Um, and it got hard for them to actually go and kill them. And I think it's at this point in the book where it becomes the hardest um, for them to perform the job that they do. Oh, nice. 
Then you said, my last quote from you was, later in the book, the Churchill Club boys would um, be arrested by Nazi police because they were integrate. One of the kids in the Churchill Club had a sister who worked for the police department in Alborg, and she kept telling them that they were getting closer, that the Nazi police were getting closer and closer to finding out who they are. But they continued to do their daily vandalism and occasionally their big projects of blowing things up. And in fact, they threw grenades onto a train and that's how the, the Nazi police found out who they were mm. and ended up um, catching them and sentencing them to four years in prison which is where, I meant, no, sorry, the longest sentence that one of them got was two years, and the smallest sentence that, that they got was a half a year, so. Oh, not too bad. But they were caught because of their ignorance and thinking that they were untouchable. And when it comes to war, that's just when it, that's when you make the biggest mistakes. is often in many ways troubled, whether that's in the case of W.C. Minor, who was a murderer, cannibal, and a rapist, but helped write the first Oxford Dictionary, or it was the case of the Churchill Club Boys, who were smart and vandalized and destroyed property of the Nazis. Geniuses are often troubled or are sinister in their own ways. Thank you for listening to A Genius's Pastime.